The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Mouth Breather, aka Young Only Got One Earphone Cup On, aka My Cold's Disappeared, your boy, Jack Fox. And I'm going to conclude with you right out of the gate here, guys, right out the gate here, having a weird couple of days. Don't feel great in side of my head. Uh, the the worst thing is I don't really know why. I just don't feel good, and I wish somebody would come and drop an anvil on top of my head and just make it all go away having a bad couple of days and uh, I, I don't I don't really know why I don't feel like I uh, I'm trying not to mention depression or anxiety or mental health because I do feel they're a bit buzzwordy and I know people are allowed to just feel down every now and then uh, and I'm feeling down I'm feeling down. If anybody has any answers, I could Google it, but I'm just trying to stay off my phone. I'm trying to avoid talking to anybody, which is ironic since I'm doing a fucking podcast. Basically talking to myself. If anybody knows what it's called when you just feel guilty for everything, uh, let us know. Because then hopefully I can find something to combat it. Because that's how I feel. I was talking to Christina about it. She said it's burnout. And I don't believe it is because I don't think I do enough to uh, warrant being burnt out. I do the bare minimum of everything. It sometimes feels like my head and, uh, like, the person I am outside of my head is different to the one inside of my head. And the person outside of my head is the person that that greets people and speaks to people and is the person that you guys know. And then the guy inside my head just wants to just not be here uh, what have I been up to this week had a few gigs uh, play, got a last minute gig opening for the skint at Newcastle University that was fun I like playing quote unquote real gigs in like real music venues that was fun. They were very nice people. I, I spoke. To, I wanted to speak to uh, the guitarist and the singer. I didn't catch the bassist and the drummer. Um, 
kind of weird. Like the the uh, the Goldie Look and Chain thing. Remember that a few months ago. That was fun, um, and that was at the O2 Academy, and I got my own dressing room and stuff. And the same, I got my own dressing room this time. But th- the first time I was enjoying the experience of having my own dressing room, but this time I was also enjoying the experience. But I had to get there really early and sound check, and then I was just in my dressing room, and it was just like it was the room the size of my bedroom. I know you guys haven't seen my bedroom, but whatever. And it was just all like four white walls. There was some graffiti on one of the walls from other bands that I played there. There was like three sofas, a small fridge that wasn't filled with water, by the way, but that's fine. And then it was like, okay, just wait here for like three hours until you're on. And it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of... But it was fun. It was fun. The skins are very good. What a very tight, good band they are. And nice people. And that was a nice experience. Thanks to Daryl at Eastside Events for having me. And the skins for also having me. I've been very accommodating, sorry for bourbon. Um, then the day after, I supported, opened for my good friend Phil Flake, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, a month ago or so. Um, good friend of mine, good, great musician, has great songs. That uh, was at Independent in Sunderland, where I've played there a few times with High Mind, but never, never as J- uh, Jack Fox, I don't think, or maybe he's once many moons ago. Uh, so that was fun and honestly like I had two two good gigs very nice meeting new people and people saying very nice things and making new quote unquote fans very nice but undoubtedly undoubtedly the best part of the weekend was I finished the Phil Flake gig and if you've ever if you listen to this and you have gig at Independent before and you drive you'll know that you can't park outside of Independent because it's a loaded bay only you have to park round the corner, which if you know Sunderland is down the side of the Civic Centre and Mowbray Park. It's fine, it's a five minute walk, it's fine. So I'm walking back, it's a Saturday night, like 11, 11.30, on home side, like the main street with all the bars in Sunderland, so I'm walking down, everybody's drunk, I'm sweating, I've got my bag full of my stuff, I've got a hoodie and a drinks and I'm just, I'm, all of the, I'm sober, but you know, I've got loads of stuff, carrying stuff, and uh, as I turn the corner onto, it must be Mowbray Street or something, it must be called the street where my car's parked, I see a group of lads, four or five lads walking towards us drunk, and I'm, thinking, I'm not thinking I'm going to get beat up or anything, but I'm just thinking, drunk lads, I've got to walk past them, I look like a fucking mess, I've just been kicking, Ugh, whatever. And uh, actually what they're doing is they're kicking a, a folded up can. You know like when, you, when you're when you at school and you used to get out of school and like crush a Coke can and like pretend to play football with it? They were doing that with like a can of beer or a can of Coke or something. And it was kind of banned and fun to see. These are like, what, 20-year-old lads still doing it. I think that's funny. And uh, one of them kicked it and it kind of came toward... They kicked it too hard and it came towards me. Um, and... I could tell they were all looking at us like, is this guy going to kick it back or what? And I was like looking at them like, should I kick it back or should I just leave it? And I thought, no, fuck, I'll kick it back. But actually what happened is it, it fell off the pavement onto the road. But it was kind of like near me. There was no there was no cars coming or anything on the road. So I jumped off the road. And I chipped the can of Coke. So if you if you don't know football terms, when you chip something, it's like when you hit the ball at the bottom and it kind of loops over, like a, like the goalkeeper or the player or something. So I chipped it. But it's kind of Coke, it's not a ball. So I chipped it and it looped up the curb 
onto the pavement where they were walking and I hit it with such velocity and accuracy it actually nutmegged one of the lads and a nutmeg again if you don't know football is when the ball goes through a player's legs it's kind of like an embarrassing thing like usually if it happens in a school ground you'll nutmeg somebody everyone will go oh megs and like like take the piss out of the person that got nutmegged so I nutmegged this kid all these mates were laughing then I ran off and did the Cristiano Ronaldo so celebration and we all laughed about it. And I, it sounds like I'm taking the piss. It sounds like that didn't happen. But it did happen. And all, I'm saying six of us, the five lads and me, all had a laugh about it. And then they started chanting, chanting uh, Sunderland, 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 because they were from Sunderland. I was like, I don't support Sunderland, but I'll join in. Sunderland, Sunderland. And it was a nice time. I'd played... Two gigs opened for two very legitimate, very good artists in two very good venues in two cities in the northeast. And the best moment of my weekend was nutmegging somebody with a coke can and going so and joining in with a fucking. So that's just about how my weekend's been. It was very fun though. I do wish I'd recorded it. Although I feel like if I whipped my phone out and recorded it, it would have lost something in the moment. I think it was good. I don't think these lads are thinking about it as philosophically as I am. In fact, I can probably guess that I don't think these lads will even remember that this happened. I think this happened to them on their way out into town while they were already drunk. And to me, it's the highlight of my week. So, but just for that one split second, I felt like Cristiano Ronaldo. That was That was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. That was fun, actually. I did enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> that's just that's like one of them little little moments in life that'll stick with you and will stay with you. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Anyways, whatever. Do you see how how sad I started off this podcast, and then I talked about that and got quite excited, and now it's the realization setting in. I'm sad again. Never mind. Uh, all right. Time for a quick word from our sponsors. Support for Tired and Inspired is brought to you today by feeling like this. While I've got you here, Hivemind are playing at Little Buildings in Newcastle on Saturday the 30th. It's a special Halloween gig with the band Shallow. It's called Shalloween. Dress up if you want. Come see us. Uh, I was supposed to be playing at Glee Club in Birmingham tonight, Thursday. But I feared that if I was to drive for four hours to get to Birmingham, I might just drive into a wall with my eyes closed. So just Saturday. Saturday, Little Buildings, Newcastle. Come see us. I'm only joking about driving to the wall. I wouldn't do anything like that really because I think it would cost too much hope my friends and my family and especially because I'm only joking about having to tell because I think this is being serious and we're back. We're back. We're back. I don't want, I really don't want to use uh, me feeling down as like a crutch or anything and I'm sorry that I haven't in fact 
I was going to uh, record. Well, I wasn't going to record this yesterday actually because the plan yesterday was to go to, was to go to hive mind practice, but uh, we didn't. We rearranged, and I really, I really don't like it when plans get rearranged last minute. And frankly, it happens all too often. Not, not. I mean, mostly with hive mind practice, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. If I have whatever the plans are, even if my plans are to do nothing, if rarely I like, no, actually, it's a lie, I do like do nothing, but sometimes I'll be like, okay, I booked a day off for myself, I'm just going to have a day off, but if I have nothing planned that day, and then somebody's like, oh, do you want to do something, like, I'll be like, but I haven't planned, I need to plan well, like, I don't, fuck off, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, I hate. I'm swimming with armbands on. I don't like doing that. I want to. I need to know everything. I need to work out the timings of how long I'm going to be out for. Is is that autism? <laughs> it might. It might be. I need to know. I don't. I'm not very spontaneous. I don't like fun. <laughs> I don't like spontaneous fun. Leave us alone. Oh my god, this cold is. Well, it's better than it was, but fuck's sake. Feeling down, man. I feel. I don't know why I feel so down. It's I keep saying it's okay. I keep saying to myself it's okay just to feel down. I woke up on Sunday. This is, I mean, I don't want to get into a football chat when it isn't on a football chat episode. But this is before I watched my beloved Manchester United get shafted so hard. 5-0 by Liverpool. Uh, but I woke up on Sunday... And I just, I, I, I vividly remember I was lying on my left-hand side facing my bedroom window and I woke up and I rolled over onto my back and I looked at the time on the clock, I can't remember what time it was, but I lit, I think, I don't know if I said it out loud, I just thought, I just thought, not not again was the thought that I had, which I think, you know when, like, when, you, wake, when you first wake up and you still don't really know what's going on, but I think my thought process there was, not another day. <laughs> I think I also said that when Christina was here once, which I think worried her. But it's just, I don't know, man. I, t- I tend to have a really bleak outlook on life. Even in my stand-up set, like, I end my set with a bit about how everybody's going to die. <laughs> and that's, like, at the end of a comedy set, you know what I mean? But it's true, like, it's just what I think, like, I'm very impatient. I hate waiting for things, and I know we're all going to die. So, chop, chop, you know? <laughs> I think I've said that before on this, this podcast, but I don't know, but suddenly I just woke up and I wasn't feeling it, and it being life, I just wasn't feeling it, um, and same yesterday, I, I barely ate anything yesterday, uh, but what I did, what I, I want to tell you, what I had for my tea, my dinner yesterday, was a full tube, large tube, of sour cream and onion Pringles, and a small block of Wensleydale and cranberry cheese. So that's what I had for my tea yesterday. I think actually it might be all I ate yesterday. Uh, but Sunday when I was watching the football and such, uh, because I wasn't feeling it, I overdid it. And I ate, well, <laughs> as if eating the full tube of Pringles isn't overdoing it. But I just ate... Uh, sweets primarily, M&M's, I ate a lot of, uh, 
just because that's how I fill voids. See, people people turn to alcohol, people turn to drugs, people turn to social media, uh, get attention and stuff. I think, well, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm a big yes. I'm a big guy. It's it's an I don't really say I'm an emotional eater, but that's just what I turn to. That's my vice. You know, alcoholics drink in secret. I'll eat in secret sometimes, and uh, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. The, I thought of this not so long ago, and I've been waiting to find a point to slip it in. And now seems like a good time as ever. The fat man scoop. Do you get it? As in, as in fat man scoop. But this is my scoop. This is the fat man scoop. Which also, that should have been the name of this podcast. The Fat Man Scoop. I don't want to be known as the Fat Man. <laughs> um, when uh, Christina was here, we went shopping a few times. and uh, Well, specifically, she went shopping to get um, her nephew a football strip. Uh, soccer, whatever, strip. As a present, as a gift, fine. No, no problem with that. Uh, while we were in the store shop, I was thumbing through the clothes and I saw Man United strip, the new Man United strip, and I quite like it, but they don't do it in Fat Man Scoop sizes. Which, now now I say that, I say they don't do it in Fat Man Scoop sizes, but actually what it is is, they sell it in big sizes, but I'm, it's, it's not that they don't sell it in Fat Man Scoop sizes, I'm not the size that they sell it in. I'm too big for the size they sell it in. Christina's of the opinion that no, they should make, they should make clothes to fit everybody. And I was like, they can't, <laughs> they can't do that. This is my fault. It's not Adidas's fault, Manchester United's fault that I can't control myself. And instead of eating a full tube of Pringles and a block of Wednesday Dale and cranberry cheese, I can't eat a fucking salad. I have no problem with people complaining and campaigning for whatever they want to campaign for. But it's when people complain about there not being enough clothes for plus size people, it does kind of piss me off. It does kind of piss me off. If there's no, uh, let's have a think, I don't know, if there's no, like, if there's no access to things for disabled people, not the disabled person's fault. There should be access for disabled people. If there's no... Um, I can't think of any other fucking examples, man. If there's no representation of black people in the adverts for this shop, so when black children are looking at a JD Sports and it's all white people, do they think, well, I'm not allowed to shop in there? That's wrong. There should be inclusivity and everybody should be allowed to go in. If I eat... Six pizzas. If I eat a pizza a night and put on ten stone, then I go to JD Sports and can't fit into the Man United shirts. That's not JD Sports's fault. That's my fault. I know the repro- I I know smoking kills, right? I know pizza isn't a salad. So I'm health health aside. I don't really. You know, the quicker I die, the better. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I kind of mean it. I don't mean it. I kind of mean it. Health aside, I know the repercussions if I eat 10 pizzas a week. So, I know that I won't be able to buy the new United Strip if I continue eating the way I eat. So, I sacrifice wearing what I want to wear 
for the delicious, chewy, greasy taste of pizza. It's my fault I don't fit into a large, a regular large, or an extra large. It's not TK Maxx's fault. I can't eat like shit, not exercise, be overweight and healthy, and then expect Sports Direct to sell 5XL United shirts. You know what I mean? That, my friends, is the Fat Man Scoop. I don't know how I'm going to cut any of this episode up to post on social media. There we are. Um... Lastly, speaking of inclusivity and stuff like that, I don't really, I don't usually tend to talk about stuff like this. But did you see? Uh, I saw the Ashley Banjo thing with Jim Davidson. What a fucking! Night. I don't want to go too deep into it because I think anybody who's got half a fucking brain cell be able to work out what the fuck's going on there. But that Jim Davidson fella, dearie me, he uh, fella. He's a comedian. He's been on TV for years. I've known about him for years. But you know, whatever. Obviously has an issue, but apparently his issue was just the fact that Diversity were protesting on a light entertainment TV show. I say protesting, they were making a political statement. That was his point, was it? (laughs) Then you look at his YouTube videos, and he's complaining about the fact that that Diversity thing aired the same day that a guy... uh, that's some fucking nutcase stabbed up a few people in London, which is horrific, sure. But Jim Davidson made a point of saying a black man stabbed, not just a black man, a black man stabbed people in a park in London. And that's horrible. And I, he couldn't understand. Jim D- Ashley Banjo was saying, well, yeah, but you've made that about race. Like, the police, unfortunately, killing a black man has happened so frequently throughout history, that now it's too coincidental for it. It's it's too much to be a coincidence. People shouldn't go around stabbing people. I don't can't believe I've actually just said that, but obviously. But it doesn't matter what colour skin they have. You know what I mean? And then Jim Davidson starts calling him George because of George Floyd, which is just hilarious. He didn't mean to do it, but it's fucking hilarious. Just shows you how much uh, attention he pays to everything. Then gets up and storms out the interview, and he walks out the wrong door, which is just fantastic. And then admits to Ashley Banjo winning. Says, you win, you win, at least we'll get two pieces, two shows out of this, which means he was also recording the conversation. Which I think is fine, because I don't understand what Ashley Banjo could say. It's so obvious. Like, I don't, look... I don't fully believe Jim Davidson has had his whole career, he's not on TV anymore, but he was on TV, and is, just hates black people. I don't I don't believe that. I, in fact, because I think that way of living is so dumb, that I'm so naive, that I don't believe anybody can really just say they hate a person because of the colour of their skin. I don't understand, I can't, same with, with hating a person because of their sexuality, because of their gender, because of what any of their choices in life, or things that, I mean, if you're a Liverpool fan, then maybe he's, but, I'm joking, but, I don't understand, I don't understand how you can just wake up and just be like, I hate black people, <laughs> I'll, it'll never make any sense to me, but I guess that's why I'm not a fucking racist, but I don't believe Jim Davidson has his whole career and just hates black people. But I think he's stuck in a way um, 
Well, you know, my granddad was also similar. He didn't hate black people, but he had jokes about black people in his set. But then, as we as a society got more wise to how harmful some of these words and jokes and stuff can be, he took them out. He said, Jim Davidson just didn't. And now does them on YouTube. Just don't do it, man. And then these people... Twitter, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to... I'm going to close my Twitter account down, man. It's just so harmful. Like, it's just people shouting over each other, man. Just give it a fucking rest. Go on Instagram and show off. That's what Instagram's for, you know what I mean? Maybe he's... When Christina was here, I was happy. Because I really love Christina a lot. And I spent a fraction of my time on my phone. And now she's been gone for two weeks or so. A few weeks. And now I'm sad. And I'm spending more time on my phone. I'm trying to keep dropping my hair here, sorry. Uh, I'm trying, starting to find a common denominator here. Uh, but also I just want more gigs. When I'm not working, I feel fucking useless. This episode really has been a delve into my head. And how my mind works. Uh, Alright. Uh, speaking of working on that, uh, maybe to get back into the swing of things, I'll um, start looking at a live show. We've been seeing it for so long now. In fact, I need to get a date solidified with a venue. Thinking of going to a venue in Newcastle. I've got one in mind, if we can make it work. Fuck, I'm going to message them tomorrow. I'm going to try and sort it out tomorrow. <sighs> Alright, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, if I didn't have this podcast to let all these thoughts out on, who knows what will happen. It'll be alright. Don't worry about me. Uh, I'll speak to you soon, then. I mean, I, I'm going to America soon. If you could donate to the podcast, that'll mean a lot. I'm not coming hat in hand begging, but if you have any spare and you like the show, chuck us a couple of quid. Or if you want anything on off my Fiverr page, whatever. All right. Well, thanks uh, for tuning in all the time. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Fuck it all.